You know, I think part of the reason why, Josh, I was wondering if you were in a bad mood is because I do accept this is the last day I get to see you until Tuesday, right? Yeah, you'll be a busy individual. Thursday. Monday, we're, we're off. Cavens. Friday, we're at the casino. I And I, I am to understand, too, that on Friday that it's so important that the show is out there. But uh, Steelman's actually going to jump in a little bit early so I can get off to... That's good. So thanks, Steely. Uh, Steely, if you didn't know that, that's what I've been told by the uh, by the boss lady. Nice. So, so Steelman and I get to hang out for an hour. I don't. Or do I just get the do I just get the hour boot as well? <laughs> oh no 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 no! You you get to hang with Steelman for an hour. I. It's a good question. Should it be? An, didn't we have this conversation a while back? Didn't know you have a game at one o'clock and. I was going to wait until noon to leave. and Oh, I think I think you should just, with it being a super regional, just just leave at 11. All right. I'm 11.30. Uh-oh. How about that? Hey, Kansas State is threatening. be pretty cool if they came all the way back. Uh, but it's still 8-zip in the top of the third inning with two outs. I would like to see at least this guy hit a home run. Uh, ESPNU has the coverage if you want to watch along with this today. I, I still... I still don't like the wrist thing. I don't like it in softball. I don't, don't like it in baseball. I'm, I'm such an old head when it comes to that stuff. Get your signs, man. Get it figured out. Um, Kenneth Meyer Chevrolet text line is pretty good, but I want to hold off on it. So, softball, Steve, I'll get to your text. There's a good, uh, good point about the likability of certain coaches. Burbank Pete, though, didn't make me laugh. K-State coach pitching the second baseman today. Put some money on it. <laughs> All of a sudden, is like, hey, we're going to go with our we're going to go with our third baseman. He's going to start pitching today. Go ahead. Take a take TCU. Boy, taking TCU would have been a really smart call. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, threat averted. <laughs> Kansas State strands two more. At least they got a hit. It's 8 nothing headed to the bottom of the, the third. The shutout. Inning. Is alive. All right. So let speaking since we're on baseball here off the top, and I want to I want to talk a lot about the Oklahoma opportunity that it has in front of it. Earlier today, one Skip Johnson was on with the T Row in the morning show, and Toby asked Skip about Oklahoma State. Now, obviously, not not wanting to give away any secrets, but you know the importance of of a really solid start against Oklahoma State. Well, there's no doubt about pitching's all about timing, and you got to try to disrupt their timing as much as possible. So, I mean, it, they're they're good, and uh, um, and I mean, they are hot right now, and they're big and they're strong, and they're uh, they're older. Uh, there's a lot of things that they do, a lot of a lot of good things, and uh, you just got to make sure you play baseball and play defense. You got to get your outs on time, and you got to get ahead, and uh, you got to. You know, you got to take it one pitch at a time. I mean, it's that's the thing. You I mean you can't just go out there and, and not be present. You got to be present you, to be the good team. You got to be present, and you got to make plays that sometimes you normally don't make. Hmm. That's the challenge for Oklahoma today. You've got to go take on a team that. I mean, it's. I don't want to try to sound too negative, but they've won three of four this year. Kind of had their, kind of had their number throughout this season, and you gotta, you gotta find that magic that we've been waiting for this team to find throughout a majority of this season. 
what better place, Josh, than to try to get it back than against your rival in a place to where Oklahoma has played really well over the last couple of years in the Big 12 tournament. Great opportunity to try to get back on track. Absolutely. And we, we saw Oklahoma rip through this thing a year ago right here, and that was the start of – well, really not the start. It kind of happened before that, but – it was one of the launching points for a magical run to the national championship series. Let's see if Oklahoma, even if you don't win this Big 12 tournament, mm-hmm. start today, nice little postseason start, get yourself comfortably on the right side of the bubble because Oklahoma's in that mix with uh, other teams out there to where, hey, you win, somebody else on that bubble loses, and all of a sudden you're on the right end of the equation when it, it all settles down here in a couple of days. Carson Atwood is going to get the call today. Tiro asked about that conversation and not going with Braden Carmichael. Uh, just not to let go, Braden go on short day's rest. You know that tomorrow is just as important as today, and uh, uh, making sure he he's going to throw on short rest, not short short rest, where it's a four day versus a five day. And so uh, doing that, I think it's better fitted for our team uh, trying to piece this together. I don't, I mean, I don't. You have to go through to uh, we sat down as a staff and went through the whole game itself. I mean, if it if we're just to go through the whole game and everything works out the thing, then it looks good, but uh, you just never know. Now, obviously, Carson Atwood is a guy who has been in this position, had the solid outing last year against West Virginia that kind of set the table, uh, and the Sooner 6-4 was at the opening round win of the Big 12 tournament run last year. So Carson Atwood is experienced. That's right. He's experienced it before. It's not something that he hadn't experienced. So, uh, uh, you know, we try to put him in situations they've experienced. And I think that was the best thing going forward looking at it is, you know, it's just it's one of those things that you have to do this time of year. All right. Anything you want to add on Carson Atwood to that? Well, it's nice that, yeah, he's got that experience in this spot hopefully the sooner bats can help him out a little bit right tournament uh baseball like this especially early where uh you're going to you're gonna need a you know multitude of arms it'd be great if he gives you a nice little six innings five six innings save that bullpen just a little bit so you don't have to use all of it up but go score him some runs too. take a little bit of that pressure away yeah oh absolutely um let's see what did i not play oh uh, that it is a guy that has had in this had this opportunity before, right? There's somebody that they they've kind of thrown in these situations. Was there a consideration to that? No, he threw a short day's rest last week, and he hadn't been good last two or three outings that we've done that. And so there's no reason to try to do that. I mean, we've already experienced that once. I mean, uh, uh, some you keep doing the same thing over and over and over, and it's not working. It's not a good thing. What is it? It's it's the true definition of insanity to try this to to try this the same thing over and over, and then when it doesn't work, you expect it to just change. Like Kansas State in this baseball game that just keeps trying to play baseball, and now TCU is up nine nothing. Well, for the first two innings, especially. <laughs> well, let's uh, pitcher will eventually get it figured out. Boom! It's a three-run blast. This is one of – I mean, I don't even know how – this is one of the worst performances I think I've ever seen from a team in a postseason game ever. In a postseason game where they're in the mix for the big postseason. Right! I yeah, mean, Kansas it's, it's State – lacking. Kansas State is not in right now. They're not in. But, let's see, they 
It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for no wait. But today's only Wednesday, so yeah, maybe maybe it's a chance for them to get. Oh boy, you could have two aces going tomorrow in an elimination game because Kansas State's gonna have to go with their ace. I mean, to stay alive in this thing. Oof, nine nil, nine zilch. Oh my gosh, they're gonna add another run. Fly ball, center field, tag. It's ten nothing. <laughs> So, uh, this game is definitely in run rule territory. Or as I like to say, hello, run rule territory. <laughs> I don't like K-State to win this game. <laughs> I thought the run rule was when you're up 10-zip at any time in a game in baseball. Maybe we should just adopt that. Oh, it's over. It's over in this thing. <laughs> I mean, as a coach, I know you all like to clown on, on Pete Hughes, and I apologize for getting the attention – diverted towards this game overly but 10 zip 10 zip in the third yeah yeah well actually it probably would behoove k-state for the game to just be over right now they have to use less arms oklahoma's first pitch is set in the big 12 tournament for four o'clock who knows with the way this thing is going it'll be over early so maybe it'll be one of the few times when we're actually on schedule for a uh, for a Big 12 tournament because of how badly Kansas State is getting roasted right now. But 4 o'clock today for Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in Bedlam. I think I've already done my boo-hoo. I wish this thing was in Oklahoma City, right? Did we open the show with that already? Well, it's the start of another hour, so if you'd like to revisit. Nah, I think, uh, I think I'm pretty good. Sooners have had success here at Globe Life Park. You know, I, it's kind of funny because I heard Toby say this near the end of – of his show, and I think it's something that's going to be interesting to watch today. Let's see if the Sooners are able to get back to a little chaos, right? Can OU get back to to basically being as chaotic on the base paths as they were during times this season uh, and consistently last year? I know Oklahoma State jumped out to a couple big leads on them, so they weren't able to do that last weekend, and, and it's been something with the OSU games that they haven't been able to do consistently. But I'd love to see him be able to get an opportunity to get some guys going on the base paths. Limit crooked numbers sure. for Oklahoma State early to where, yeah, you feel like you, you can run a little bit, that you don't have to play for the, the big inning, right? That you right. can play for a run or two here or there. And then the other thing is you have to have good at-bats, right? you got to get mm-hmm. people on base. We could sit here and say be chaotic, do this or that on the base paths, but you got to get guys on the base paths to, to be able to do that. So. Yeah, if you guys want to touch more on the magic that is the Big 12 Baseball Tournament and the incredible start that it's off to, you can hit us up on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439, or we can do it the old-fashioned way. You can pick up the phone and call us, 405-329-9000. That is the Riverwind Casino jackpot line. Are we are we able to grab a break here, or is Drake busy working? Drake is... We've got a thumbs up. Drake has chosen segment one of hour two to do all of his studio work. Thanks, Drake. <laughs> but listen, we're doing a break. We're doing a break. Before we take it, though, I wanted to add one more thing. Uh, it, was really, it was really cool to see how many people were responding yesterday. And I had a couple of uh, folks reach out on Twitter.com, too. Whenever we laid out that, hey, I went to Shawnee the other day. Guys, it's still a mess. They need as much help as possible. So thanks to Denny, she sent us a link 
Um, and I'm going to retweet it coming up here in just a little bit. obu.edu slash tornado relief for Oklahoma Baptist University. Uh, there, it's Josh. It's just I can't even begin to describe it. There is so much that needs to be done, just not just to that school, but to that area. I mean, a it, it, it it's sad. It really, truly is. So it's it's not just OBU. It's that whole region, that whole area that got devastated right around that campus. The OBU link is that strictly for OBU, or is it is it for all of the relief? I, I think the OBU is for the campus. Yeah, which and, would make sense, right? And then yesterday we had the uh, the peeps that reached out, and and I'll have to resend yeah, that link. Yeah, have them uh, if you're listening out there, and you're the individual that sent the donate for Shawnee link to help out yesterday. Can you send that again? It's it's I was sad, man. I and my my wife is kind of uh hard nosed, so a lot of things don't really get to her. But even even she was and we had to be careful because if we even say tornado around my daughter, my nine year old, she freaks out. It's yeah, like it's- where what? Where is it? It's like, yeah, babe, it hit. Or here, can it hit again? Can it hit right now? And you driving through you're like, gosh, I hope not. I hope not, man. It is it's in bad shape right now. So, Shawnee, love you, thinking of you. Um, OBU, you know, I, I, I hope I – hope, I mean, this is over a month, Josh, over a month ago when this took place. So, I appreciate everyone who reached out. We're going to continue to do our part to try to spread the word. Okay, we're watching game one of the Big 12 baseball tournament. It's in the top of the fourth inning. Kansas State will try to start a rally down 10 nothing. OU OSU coming up at 4 o'clock this afternoon. When we come back, Josh Helmer – You know, we're an hour and 15 minutes into this here very radio program. And there is one major topic that I haven't talked about. We had NIL and the event I was at last night. Talked uh, a lot of baseball, a lot of college baseball. But we, we haven't talked Sooner softball. Let's get to it next right here on The Ref. Thank you to Patrick from the Mont. Shawnee OK. That's shawneeok.org. I... I, I don't get out very often, right? I, I just – that's the reality of it. I'm a homebody. I'm a nerd. I, I've i got a little bit of everything I need at my house, so I don't have to leave too much. There's there's food there. I could do radio there if I wanted to, right? right. <laughs> I've got chickens. That's really the dream, isn't it? I, I don't have to – I could go Howard Stern on you. I – and there is something to be said for – Leaving your place and getting out and, and coming here to the studio and seeing the people sure. and, and getting out and about. But you get quite a bit of that with work. Trey imploding our show. No, I'm kidding, Trey. <laughs> what, what did he say to you during the break? He goes, you're actually on the clock the one time I need to do some work. I'm like, I'm trying. Listen, if you want, guys, we can do uh, a 30-minute commercial-free nonstop talk block here on The Ref. I just, I always get in trouble for it. I think, in fact, everyone just kind of gave up in trying to get us in trouble for it. All of it is, uh, all of it is to say, I'm the same way. I, uh, you know, the the new apartment is like the palace. Yeah, right. <laughs> You've invested in this place. You don't want to leave. Try and spend as much time as you can there. I uh, so I'm going to tweet the link to take it full circle. I, I I hadn't been, and it's not like we went to Shawnee to be like, boy, I wonder how things are going after the storm. We went because, I mean. We had to pick up something that my wife bought off Facebook Marketplace. And as soon as we picked it up, it's like, hey, let's go get something to eat. And when we did, you're like, oh, my gosh. It's sad, man. Mm. So 
that's I know it's two days in a row. I know it's not the the sexy storm spotters running all over the place telling you where the storm is and I don't know, high five and after they get their shot of it. But this is truly devastating what has happened to an incredible community. So uh Shawnee been thinking of you ever since we went on Monday. And I hope we can help spread the word about how much work is still left to be done. And thank you, Patrick. Um, kind of quiet on the softball front. Have you noticed that? There's no uh, – after everyone kind of simmered down after this – well, everyone. I simmered down after the start time. They had a little bit of a movement on a few of the start times for the games yesterday. And I don't know if that was – ESPN saying, hey, we want to move this to X, Y, or Z network, or if it was weather concerns. But I kind of feel like we're all in this same mode of, and I was talking to Steely about this. All right, what does this Clemson team have, right? Who, who's who got something for Oklahoma? And is it a team that Josh in, in Clemson at one point this year, we thought, all right, let's go. Let's, let, let's see what this Clemson Tiger team is all about. And then they got swept. So is this just me who gets nervous and – once the season, once the postseason to get going, I mean, it's this time of year, right? You play Sunday and then you're off again until Thursday or Friday. Uh, and tomorrow we get at least the start of the Oklahoma State-Oregon re- uh, Super Regional. But I kind of feel like things are a little bit low-key right now. Will we get uh, Will we get a media day today? Today. 2.45 today. So we'll, we'll get a, a bunch uh, from the, the players and the coaches. So that, that will be uh, – That'll be exciting. And that's for both? Yeah, that's, I believe, for both teams. I think, I know at least for OU. Because it's no, today. nobody wants to do the big media thing the day before, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you want to get that knocked out. And then the, the day before, you're focused on softball and your final preparation. And you know what? I was talking with Toby Baldwin last night, and I never asked. I, I would assume Clemson's going to get in here probably today or tomorrow, uh, if well, not tonight. I mean, that's why I'm. Thinking probably, I mean, maybe they meet today too. I guess they could meet tomorrow. It doesn't take that long. But I'm just thinking, if I'm the if I'm the head coach, I don't want to be dealing with that tomorrow. Yeah, exactly, absolutely. Oh, Josh, breaking news: Kansas State has pushed across a run. It is now ten to one TCU, and, and uh, no longer in run roll territory. <laughs> They've got the bags juiced with oh, one gone. One, one gone, so they got a chance to get back in this thing. But one swing of the bat, and they've had the deficit. I, but but I just to get back to to get back to softball. You know, I I feel like now we all reach this point of either a starting to get nervous about oh you know they do have Valerie Kegel and this is a Clemson team that might be pretty deep. Uh, maybe there's the opposite side of it that's like I just want to boat race the next team that we play. But the more I read about Clemson softball, the more I really like, right? They, um, they, you know what? It's funny. What you're clicking on right there, Josh, is exactly what I read this morning when I first woke up from the Greenville online. It had just posted whenever I, that says 48 minutes ago, but I read something on the Greenville online just about this matchup. And this is a, this is a Clemson team. It reminds me a lot of Oklahoma state. This Clemson team reminds me a lot of Oklahoma state in that, they they had a run, and they looked like they were a really, really good team. But then when it came time to step up in competition, they struggled. Now, I think Clemson got one of the three games from Duke. They didn't get shut out like Oklahoma State did against Texas and against Oklahoma. But I, I think it's a really good team. I think it's a heck of a challenge for Oklahoma. John Rittman said a really nice job. You know, you know how close Clemson came to not adding softball? 
I mean, we do realize we do realize that Clemson has only been around for, you know, maybe a decade. It's not even that. The first year, the first year that Clemson played softball um was 2020. That was their first year of is, softball. Is Duke a new program? Duke is this is like team 5 for Duke. So, uh, you've got a couple of teams in the uh supers here that I mean, they're new to the sport. Right. Kind of crazy. And, and Duke, uh, Duke was on the verge of, you know, making uh, making a run of the World Series last year and came up just short. So it shows you, it shows you, Josh. Well, I'm not like pointing the finger at you. Please show me. It shows you just how incredible that of a job that they've done at, at Clemson. Clemson and Duke both. But, yeah, but for us, yeah, Clemson. I don't, I don't understand. Like people keep saying, and I like Blinken. It's nothing against Blinken, but I understand it's like if you take because this has been sent a lot, and Blinken Riley did some, did the Lord's work in coming up with this stat, where Clemson is hitting three fifteen as a team, hitting four thirteen with its on base percentage and five thirty two with its slugging percentage, and then the stats without Jada Tra Kinsey Alyssa Brito Haley Lee Grace or Riley Boone is still better than that. But I don't, I don't understand how that's a flex. I really don't. I mean, I'm just, yeah. I mean, we're. I don't want to imagine Oklahoma without those players, <laughs> and I don't know if they they might have a better batting average. But did those players have as many at bats as those Clemson players did? Because I'm sure there's a Quincy Lilio and a Sophia Nugent that's factored into that. I don't, am I a curmudgeon old man yeah, that I'm ab- looking? Absolutely. Okay, all You're right. You're ruining it for the rest I'm of sorry, us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, when it's like, ha, look at this. I'm like, well, I don't want to live in a world where those players aren't playing. And sure, their batting averages look great minus that. It's it's nothing okay. more than all right. look at Oklahoma minus all of its stars has the exact same batting average and better right. statistics okay. than Clemson. Though you make some strong counterpoints, which is, yeah, there's probably a much smaller sample size. Yeah, it's, it's, it's A, a smaller sample size, and B, Probably none of those players that you're including in that have hit in clutch situations so far this season, <laughs> and in game-changing situations. But, as, but as have the, your fun. I'm sorry, this is a me problem. I'm as sorry. The kids would say, "Let Blinken cook." <laughs> Let Blinken cook. Um, softball, Steve. A, a couple of uh, notes here off the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Yeah, quit trying to be. Uh, literal Chris and just enjoy it. It's like, look at this. Look how much better we are without him. I'm like, we're not better without them. Stop. Uh, What are we doing? I don't want to turn the text line against you. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Um, How obscene is it, right, softball Steve, that the number one Sooners have no one up for player of the year? Brady from UCLA is overrated. Cagle, the Sooners will knock the snot out of her. Um, she'll probably have to get pulled by the fourth inning after the Sooners are up by eight. Tigers are down by seven. Go figure. Well, here's here's again the thing. Go figure. But I love – we got to work with softball Steve and his periods and commas. No, we don't. It's, it's beautiful. Punctuation. I, I, I look at it as an art form. But the go figure is my personal favorite part in all of it. He adds, it's Clemson's what, fifth season playing softball? What do we find out? Fourth? Playing softball – they're competing to the wrong house. Are they coming 
My gosh, Steve, we really got to work on your spelling. <laughs> They're coming to the wrong house this week. They're getting bit, and they'll bleed by the Sooner Bats. I really don't want to see a lot of blood this weekend. I'm a little bit uh, wheezy, but I, I think I understand the analogy that you're making here. Uh, Maya Brady isn't overrated, first of all. Stop. She's a phenomenal player. She deserved to be a final three. Um, Cagle deserved to be a final three. But so did Jada Coleman. So that's that's the thing to me. You want to get mad about the Florida girl that was in the mix? I'm right here with you. What's her name, Josh? You get, or is that just freshman? No, no, no. There it is. Um, Skylar Wallace. You want to be mad about Skylar Wallace in there? That's fine. But to me, Cagle belongs – Brady belong, Jordy Ball belong. Those, to me, were the three finalists that I thought would end up being there. The Skylar Wallace edition was a little bit of a surprise. And it should be Jada Coleman because she's yes, the best player in the, the country. And someone had brought – I mean, this has been brought up quite a bit. Hey, with TRA and Jordy, does that take away? Oh, I'm sure it does. We always go back to the the Jason White Heisman Trophy, uh, Adrian Peterson in the same you know mix when who was it, Liner that won it. But I'm sure that took away from it. I don't know, Josh, though, how that voting goes on that front. I really don't. I've never known player of the year voting and how it takes place. Well, I can tell you one thing. There's no doubt that will be a motivating factor for Oklahoma. No question. No question at all. All right. It is, well, it's only 1032. Look at us staying on the clock today. Look at us. All right. There's a ton of of, uh, really good text to get to. Softball, Steve, we'll work on the – we'll work on the – um, no, we will not. Please do and, not and work. And the commas, and I'll do a better job in the future. But the text line has been a little hopping, so we'll get caught up next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. We had a talk with Bull Blake and Sawyer, I think, the week after uh, that the spring game, and so we named Blake the starter. You know, uh, Sawyer really progressed and got better at the end of spring. Um, you know, I think things settled down for him and everything, and I have to imagine it, he's going to continue to get better. With Blake, like his consistency and his overall improvement is was way impressive, and then his leadership and the growth there was impressive. And I think overall, the spring with Blake was really good, and um, his leadership was much improved. And so, you know, I think he earned it. Sorry, that is Dave Aranda, head football coach at Baylor. Naming Blake Shapin as the starting quarterback. What what was that from right there? It's from his press conference. Yeah, I guess he did a presser yesterday. Well, why did it sound like there was like a football game going on in the background? Let me look. Let me watch. Oh, they put the they put the highlights over it. So was it? Are you sure it was not like a TV show or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, I'll show. Here's the. Hold on a second. We can do this because I have the Max. See, that's the setup from it. So I I just I'm assuming that's a. That looked like he set up at a presser. It does, yeah, because you got yeah. the cell phone there, so yeah. taping. But I also, um, it's also kind of fascinating because of what you brought up, Josh. These, I guess our ADD has got to the point where we can't just watch a presser. We need to have highlights and the audio from those highlights going on underneath them anymore. If it's not, <laughs> Give me a whistle and I can really recreate it for you. I mean, yeah, it's hilarious. I, I don't know if that's really – that big of a story, right? But in in the college football world, you find yourself just what, Josh? 
any kind of nugget or morsel at this time of the season to to feel like you can talk about. I don't is this weird? I don't consider myself right now too much in the caring about Baylor business because Baylor isn't on the Oklahoma schedule, so it's kind of like I'm not I'm not finding myself overly concerned about what's going on in Waco right now. And then I'll, I'll even take a further step back. I'm not really all that impressed with what they've got. I, I know that we talked about it a lot last year, but never had really been overly impressed with Blake Shapin. You know, they came in here and they, they beat the Sooners, and that's fine. But I just – I don't know. I'm not, I'm not looking at Baylor as one of those teams that's going to be near the top of my, my preseason poll right now. And that might be how they like it because when they get expectations, that's usually when things tend to crumble a little bit down in Waco. We'll see if this is just the the Dave Aranda one year off, one year on, if that's going to be the model there for the uh, the Bears. Obviously, they do need Blake Shapen to be better than he was a year ago. The, the offensive changes, I mean, is that still going to be a thing? Remember Coach Aranda was – the big charge was, hey, this spring we're doing things different. I, yeah, and I, I don't know how different that is, right? The – the the question is, or at least the thought is, hey, they wanted to be a they wanted to be a Big Twelve offense last year, right? They wanted to spread it out, they want to throw the ball down the field. What we viewed as a Big Twelve offense, they wanted to be that. And Blake Shapin was supposed to be that guy, and they had their most success when they were just, you know, what every defensive coach likes, <laughs> which is just run the football and grind the clock. Run the football, play action pass. Frisco Sooner writes, I thought it was Mr. Rogers. Wow. That guy makes me want to run through a brick wall. I know. Aren't you Aren't you so disappointed he's not Oklahoma's head football I coach? Oh, my gosh. He's just an energy factory. Is this Kendall? Does Dave Aranda get excited about anything? His no. His are uninspiring. <laughs> no, nothing Nothing in Dave Aranda's life is exciting. Uh, all right, let's hit some of these texts, shall we? 405-651-3439. That is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Here's a good one from the 405 who writes, I'm not trying to get you to talk ish on softball coaches, but there are some out there that seem very likable. Kelly Inouye Perez, FSU's Lonnie Alameda, even Kenny Gajewski, whereas the Heather Tars and the Patrick Murphys of the world seem like they're not so warm and cuddly. Is that accurate? And who, in your opinion, is misunderstood? Thanks. Told me not to include Coach Gasso. All right. I don't know how much we really, truly get to see from some of these coaches. Just the reality of it. I think a lot of them hold things very close to the vest. Um, I am a firm believer that you've, you've kind of hit it on the head. I think Kenny G is likable. I mean, we can debate and discuss about you know what his feelings are towards Oklahoma, but he's a guy that spent a lot of time here, and there's – a lot of people that really, really like Kenny here in Norman. And I like Kenny. But so I would say I would say you're spot on with Kenny. I think he's likable. I would say you're I, I think you're pretty spot on with with Kelly Inouye Perez. I think Dot Richardson is is the real deal. I like her a lot. But you know, I, I haven't really spent a lot of time around Patrick Murphy. Heather Tarr comes across as a little bit disingenuous to me. I think that there's a lot of, of, of fakey McFakerson that goes on there. But I do like 
I mean, she's been super kind to me every time I've met her, but I just know a couple of things that she's pulled with friends of mine that I'm not a big fan of. Um, who's a couple of others? Let me try to think here. The Oregon State coach was wild because she was so – she's a player. And I think a lot of time the former players are still in player mode when they deal with the media and they haven't – they haven't quite adjusted to the, all right, listen, we're not here to get you kind of a mindset. So she was a trip. I really – I like Sam. Sam Ricketts is doing great things at Mississippi State. I don't know. I'm, it, the, 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 um, the Kentucky coach was awesome. So you kind of dislike everyone. I don't like a single person that's in softball outside of Patty Gasso. That's JT reasonable. Gasso that's and a fair approach. You know what I've had a hard time trying to figure out? I've had a hard time trying to figure out Tim Walt because Jen Rocha was with him for a long time. So obviously you don't stay working with someone that you don't like. Um, AT Eric Thomas is there and he's been there for a while now. And I love Eric to death. Uh, Tim obviously was a, was a part of the 1994 national championship for OU baseball and a part of the 2000 championship for OU softball. Um, and, and I've spent a little bit of time around him. And I can't, you know, it's like there's a part of me that wants to really like him, but then I, I've heard some of the things that he says. And you're like, Ugh. I don't know if I'd be saying that, dude. But I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really, I haven't really come across too many a holes, to be honest with you. Uh, That's good. TCU has scored two more, so they're back in run rule territory in the bottom of the fourth inning, and still going. Whoever is positioning the Kansas State infield has got to be the worst at this that I have ever seen in my life. Pete Hughes? And I love Pete. But literally, they have shifted on every player, and TCU has hit it right where they're not. I mean, there's about two or three easy ground outs to second base that should have ended this inning. But they've shifted out of it. But they've been sh- they've shifted out of it, and literally it's led to easy base hits. Uh <laughs> My, I don't I don't know Mike White. I've interviewed Mike White one time. Someone asked about I, I kind of think you he actually kind of like Mike White. I kind of like Mike White. I kind like I kind of like everyone in all seriousness. Right there, there's not too. I I can have my like I mentioned with Heather Tar. I got little things that bother me with Kenny G. Little things, but who cares what I think about him? Right, right. Well, except for that texter. <laughs> and and you have to also sort of keep in mind. I mean, everybody's chasing Oklahoma. And probably most everybody, unless you have a relationship with somebody from Oklahoma, probably don't like Oklahoma all that much. Yeah, no, that's a great point. So they probably don't like us. <laughs> so it, it is what it is. And at times, probably that makes it to where you don't like them because they don't like you. No, no, absolutely. Uh, you you could not you could not have hit it more on the head. But yeah, I just I, I guess maybe the point that could be brought up more than anything else is you're really in a situation that you're watching a sport that everyone is very passionate about what's going on and they want the best for the sport. Um, so it's really fun to see. Uh, here's Coy who writes, we are literally the number one team in the nation and we are going for the longest winning streak in college softball history and we are going against one of the final candidates for player of the year and it's in the Super Regionals with a trip to the Women's College World Series on the line. With these perhaps being the final two games Ever played at Marita Hines. What more has to be said for at least one of the games to be in primetime? Well, 
Koi, man. Don't you, uh, listen. Call, uh, call, what are you doing? Call your Koi? TV provider. Koi, what are you doing right now, man? Call um, the four letter network. I talked about this yesterday. Uh, there's like four things that I'm really triggered about right now. So I'm not, you know, going to add anything else. But number one, number one now is the fact that these two games are at noon or one o'clock and noon. In ESPN's defense, the Western Conference Final and the Eastern Conference Final in the National Hockey League have both been exciting. Very, very good series. The uh, Western Conference Finals in the NBA and the Eastern Conference Finals in the NBA, both tremendous series. <laughs> so I don't know how you could squeeze Oklahoma softball into a primetime slot. <laughs> they moved all kinds of times around. Let's, let's update those when we come back. Uh, we got our top five stories of the day right around the corner. I, uh, I've got more from Skip earlier with – T. Rowe, and TCU just continues to bash Kansas State. It is 14-2 in the bottom of the fourth inning in game one of the Big 12 Baseball Tournament. OU and OSU coming up this afternoon at 4. We'll have it covered uh, locally on 1499.3 FM, which is a part of the Ref Radio Network, the home of Sooner fans. <laughs> I like this. Um, someone from the 918 writes, How? Can anyone who covers OU softball like Mike White after what he said about Patty Gasso? You're freaking Gandhi. I didn't say it. Doesn't say stupid stuff. I've talked to him once. It's a good interview. The guy's a moron. I mean, what what more, what more do you want me to say? He just he's very arrogant, and they're all very envious and jealous right now. And I think they got caught trying to do the whole Nick Saban where he thought he'd be saying something that fire up his people and he he pissed off the wrong person. Patty Gasso. Because of the early Gandhi, what why would Gandhi fit in on that? Because of the early two thousands, is there a belief at Texas that they should still be this elite winning national championships program in softball? I think so. And but- and, and so that like is extra salt in the wound that OU right. has morphed into that. Yeah, I think there is a lot of extra salt and, and in the probably room. Coach White is dealing with some of that, and it's obvious. He, I mean, he wears it on his sleeves. He lets it spill out. In honor of Coy's question, but it wasn't Coy. Who was it? Sixteen to two at the Big Twelve baseball and, tournament, and TCU <laughs> just had a hit and run. Up, <laughs> up fifteen to two. They they had a hit and run. Oh man, things are not going well. Uh, oh, this is from the 405. They'd asked uh, my top five favorite coaches. I've I've put together a top five list of my favorite coaches. You ready? Uh, number five, North Carolina hitting coach Fale of you. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a good num- start. Number four, Louisiana Monroe assistant coach Leah Wodak. Uh, number three, Utah pitching coach Paige Parker. Number two, Duke hitting coach Sid Sanders. And number Sydney one, Romero. Who did I say? Sanders. Did I say Sanders? You want to know something funny? I called Sid Sanders Sid Romero this weekend. Oh, man. Uh, number two, Sid Romero. And number one, uh, Utah hitting coach DJ Gasso. Those are the five, my five favorite coaches outside of anyone on the OU staff. Now, my five favorite head coaches in college softball. Here we go. In honor of the text from the 405, number five, Patty Gasso. <laughs> yes. Number four, Patty Gasso. Number three, Patty Gasso. Number two, Patty Gasso. Who's number one, though? Patty Gasso. Oh, wow. Very shocking list, I know. But just I feel like the whole key here is to keep it, you know, real. And I think you guys should should understand that. Um, Congratulations to uh, DJ. Yeah. for I mean, 
that's a heck of a run for that team right now. They're in a good spot. I mentioned a few start times that have been shifted for the Friday regionals, our super regionals. So quickly as we grab a break before we hit the top five stories of the day, here's what it looks like. So 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Gosh, tomorrow night, baby. Georgia and Florida State will play. And at 8 p.m., it'll be Oregon and Oklahoma State. So both of those games will be on ESPN2. Friday, we'll have it all day long, starting at 11 a.m. with Stanford and Duke on the deuce. Uh, Clemson and OU still at 1 o'clock. That's on ESPN2. 3 o'clock is the now start time for Texas and Tennessee, with Game 2 for Oklahoma State and Oregon at 5. Florida State and Georgia will play at 7, which is the same start time as Northwestern and Alabama on ESPNU. Actually, I think that's one of the start times that got changed. I, I just went to the... I kind of thought maybe the ESPN website would have it updated, but I think that might have been one of the start times that changed yesterday. Hold up. Yeah, okay, so here we go. Um, Friday broadcast update, Florida State and Georgia is at 7 o'clock Eastern now. Okay, cool. They did update that. The North Carolina State-Alabama game is still at 7 o'clock, and that will be on ESPN too. So 9 o'clock now for Louisville, uh, Louisiana and Washington or Louisville, and then 9 o'clock for San Diego State and Utah. Just wanted to double-check to make sure that I was giving you proper information. And it looks like uh, we – let's see, it is now 11 a.m. Looks like we may be on time, Josh, at the Big 12 Baseball Tournament where Kansas State is getting humbled right now by TCU. 12.30 is the scheduled first pitch for Texas and Kansas as we shift – from softball to baseball, and then Oklahoma will battle Oklahoma State today at 4 o'clock. What is, what is your best – don't want to do Do we start the OU-OSU Bedlam no. baseball game? At four Absolutely not. No chance. <laughs> All right, our top five stories of the day are coming up right here on the Home of Student Fans. 